0: Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome to the Armour Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, board-certified urologist. Not a board-certified comedian, though. I'm joined by my Hmm. comedian co-host, Donna Lee. That's
1: right. I am a (laughs) board-certified comedian and a board-certified co-host. It's the Dr. Donna Show. Welcome. She is (laughs)
0: certifiable, and she is not a physician. This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists, the urology group that I started in 2007. We are in Austin, Texas, for those of you Mm -hmm. that are listening worldwide. In
1: the other side of the world.
0: And we are happy to see you either by telemedicine appointment or in- in house even if you're out of state. <laughs> We're joined again by a good friend of our practice Dr. Philip Ubre. He's like the Favre of our of our of <laughs> the our, beans? Because, yes, because because Farvra beans. It, because Ubre is spelled O U B R E Ubre. And I was
2: reminded the basketball player goes by Kelly Ubre. Oh. And I like to announce that he's he's a traitor to are the you, name. Are, you, are <laughs> you related to Dr. Oubre? No,
0: <laughs> not really. We're just a l- l- slight skin color difference. Okay. So Dr. Oub, you are a primary care doctor, but you do something different. And mm-hmm. it's very similar to the kind of medicine that we purport to do in our practice, mm-hmm. a more holistic, full-body approach to, uh, to, to, to to medical care. Correct. Now, as, as you're giving advice to patients mm-hmm. and just kind of like if you were going to talk to a 20-year-old who's in pretty good health, what would you like their impression of medical care and health care to be as they grow up and grow older.
2: That's a good question. I think of myself in my twenties, and we never went to the doctor unless you had a problem. And I think if you're only going when you have problems, and you're missing the things before they get there. And I think people don't realize in today's medical society that even in your twenties, even in your teenage years, there's labs and things we can look at to see where you're headed as far as a trajectory. We focus on disease by the time you get into your forties and fifties, sometimes sixties if you're lucky. But all of those diseases that cropped up, they didn't just show. You didn't just magically have a heart attack age 45, you had cardiovascular inflammation. You had arterial inflammation that could be easily detected with blood tests that most conventional doctors don't even look at, can be tested 20 years before they
0: ever get there. And I know it's a very hard thing to kind of convince people of, but if you want health care or healthy care, you can't just rely on the medical profession when you are sick or mm-hmm. sick care. You are missing the opportunity to make those lifestyle changes early in your life that kind of help. Now, when it comes to functional medicine, which is what you do, to, to, to describe to our listeners, how would you describe your approach to care and what is your kind of medical practice?
2: I think the simplest way to say it is that most disease is acquired by people, meaning they weren't born with it and they developed something. So, if you developed something as a child, as an adult, you usually can undevelop it. There was some sort of trigger that created that event or based on your genetics, you're more susceptible. So, sure, eating cheeseburgers for one person causes kidney disease, another erectile dysfunction, same cheeseburger
1: Different. Oh. <laughs> we're, oh, hi.
0: We're, we're, we're changing <laughs> what we're having fun. for dinner.
1: <laughs> Your eyes got really big there, <laughs> oh, also. No. <laughs> No cheeseburger. Don't have for the you. cheeseburger for that date, fellas.
2: <laughs> so we're, we're focused on the disease instead of working backwards to see what were the causes of the, those diseases because the human body is an absolutely remarkable tool. As long as it has all the right tools on its tool belt, it can fix almost any problem. And in conventional medical school, I'm sure you can agree that that's not how we're taught. We're taught, oh, you've got an issue. Here's a medication to fix that. Uh, we don't talk about nutrition. We don't talk about causes. And they don't even really know about the causes.
0: What's interesting, what I've learned in, in an example. Would be when we diagnose somebody with prostate cancer, invariably the first question they ask is, What should I eat? Really? Yeah. yeah. Invariably. That's why I'm we kind have kind of a proud co- right now. <laughs> That's in, why we have a in, health coach. Now. Invariably. It's because innately we understand that what we do and put into our bodies and how we live is going to affect our health. I have not had one infertility patient come to me where I said, Do you know your stress affects your fertility? They're like, Yeah, I can see that. Like they know that. Like, but, but then, But I'm not going to change it. But has anybody ever like <laughs> talked to you about sleep or diet or anything? But once you're sick, that's the first moment you're like, well, man, I really mm-hmm. need to fix my diet. But that's like the horse has already left the barn. Many
2: diseases, luckily we can reverse. And, and like I said, the <clears throat> human body's incredible what it can reverse. So ideally, you always want to prevent those things before they happen. And unfortunately too often, like in the cancer world, we're focused on once you develop cancer, oh, here are all the things you have to do. But we're not focused enough on, hey, how about you do all these things so that you prevent cancer? We had a, a rep come by our office recently promoting this new cancer test that it would tell you the, the top 12 deadliest cancers whatever and it's a, looking like a very promising test I, I, w- I would ask my patients because a $1,000 test i said, well if it came back positive what would you do and then why don't you just do that right now oh. instead of worrying about having cancer focus on preventing it because preventing it is so much better than, uh, than getting it and then treating it. And just the idea that cancer is preventable is somewhat unknown. Most people don't even realize that, that that's a thing. They think it's just a curse that you're either going to get it or you're not. And cancer is absolutely preventable. And I'll struggle to say reversible. It's one of the few things that's very difficult to, to reverse.
0: A lot of times patients will wonder why their doctors don't talk more about nutrition. And I know the reason. It's because <laughs> because, not taught. because it mm-hmm. takes a lot of time. Absolutely. You In- have to insurance. teach yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... um. The problem is a lot of patients are resistant to Mm -hmm. hearing it. And so as a doctor, you know, I want to offer things that the patient's going to accept and do and follow Mm -hmm. through on. That's called compliance. Mm -hmm. So sometimes doctors don't want to bring up nutrition and lifestyle changes because if you're not interested, then I feel kind of like I'm a failure. Right. Like I I was a failure because I didn't give you something you wanted. But but what I've changed about my mindset is that it may only be 10% of those patients that listen to me. But that 10%, their life is amazingly changed. Yeah, And then their family.
2: If, if you affect, especially the mother of the family, typically, if you affect the mother and the family, then everyone else in the family is automatically going to start eating better because they're probably not going to the grocery store. Let's be
1: honest. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. <laughs>
0: I'm a vegetarian because my wife's a vegetarian. You know? <laughs> and then I eat cheeseburgers on the side. Yeah, exactly. I eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> so So when somebody is seeking out a functional medical kind of approach, Uh, What are some of the most common conditions that lead them to find care outside of the traditional medical care route? Unfortunately, and I would love to change this. It's it's commonly uh, they've
2: seen ten doctors and don't have any answers and are getting worse. Mm. Uh, that's our that's our common patient. We would like it to be the person like myself because how I discovered functional medicine was I was working for a doctor that was doing these advanced lab tests and I did my own test and thought I, my inflammatory markers and detox markers were worse than many of my patients that come to see me and they're they're broken. But I was that person that was healthy, quote unquote, and had these terrible inflammatory markers, and I was the guy that at forty was going to have a heart attack, and everyone's going to look at it and say, well, he's doing triathlons, yeah, he, yeah. Looks healthy. he looks healthy, how did that happen? That's like, the, And that's where it's like, oh, it's a curse, you're just going to get something. No, no, no. These things are testable, they're treatable, and we can prove that they're reversed. We've reversed so many people's atherosclerosis, which is hardening of the arteries. We've taken people with an arterial age of 90, already had a heart attack, and taken them all the way down to not only their age, but younger than their age. Incredible stuff. And I was going to be that person had I not found it and treated it before that. So now, luckily, I'm 40 and still haven't had a heart attack. My inflammatory numbers look great. Those are the patients we're trying to reach more often. Let's prevent the disease before it happens. There's not much glory in preventing the disease because when you take someone's inflammatory markers down and they don't have the heart attack, they're like, okay, it's working.
0: You can't prove a negative, you know. Correct. And so, um, so the, the kinds of conditions where people are going to be seeking multiple uh, care providers, in, in my experience, are going to be like chronic fatigue in women, mm-hmm. the bloating mm-hmm. uh, and kind of just like not feeling right for women. For men, it's going to be um, uh, uh, maybe joint pain mm-hmm. or uh, or, rashes. or rashes and kind of this inflammatory issue. Mm-hmm. The uh, generic vague stuff is one of the the, most the vague common. stuff, yeah. And, and the problem the with brain the, fogs the, 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 in, in medicine, like if somebody comes to me and says they have brain fog, I'm like. You know, I'm not, but I could see other urologists or other people that are kind of treating hormonal things being like, well. That's above the nipples. Yeah, no. I don't know. <laughs> That's, that seems like. That seems like that Keep seems it like the,
1: the nipples to the knees. <laughs> the nipples <laughs> to the knees. Thing, you know? Stay or, in your lane.
0: Or, 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 or if they come, come and complain about erectile dysfunction, for example, you know, most doctors are just going to give a pill. Mm-hmm. But looking for the root cause is something that a lot of the patients actually want. They right. don't actually want the pill. Right. They want me to help them work their way out of the, si- the, the situation. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, what can people expect when they come to you as a patient in terms of what that, 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 that appointment's gonna look like? The, the first appointment is, is really a game changer, and so many people are surprised.
2: One of the first things I always tell people is we have 90 minutes here to talk in our first visit to hear your story, and that's the most important part. I want to hear your story, and if it takes a whole 90 minutes, that's fine. I don't need to tell you anything about what you're going to do. I just want to hear the story, and it's amazing how many times people sit in the chair and start rattling off their story, and I'm like, time out. Mm-hmm. That we've got – I'm going to say it again. we got 90 minutes. Like You're running through this in 10 minutes. I want to hear the details, and as you go, I'm going to ask even more questions about those details. But
0: their lifestyle, about their diet, about their habits, about yes. about what's really bothering
2: them. Yes. And not only that, but really I, I, I focus on getting years and dates every time someone's presenting like whatever started when, because it's so In the functional medicine world, it's amazing if you actually sit down and pay attention. There's always a time where they started getting sick, and if you find that place where their first symptom started, you can rewind it almost
0: always to six months before something something they did. Something they did, and Mm -hmm. and it's almost like the light gets in their head. Exactly, like oh yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right, that new job. Yes cause this and yes. it changed my diet yes it's, it's, or it's I went f- to college and my
2: mom was feeding me perfectly healthy reasonably healthy yes. American foods and I go to college and I live on fast food
0: and six months later I have
2: psoriasis well mm.
0: fascinating fascinating mm. well we're gonna be right back after this message mm-hmm. uh, we're joined by dr. Philip Oob of Oob. Medical, O-U-B-R-E. Donna, take us out. That's
1: right. You can call us at 512-238-0762.
0: Hello, and welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, joined always with my co-host, Donna Lee. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back to the show.
0: You're a professional comedian. Mm -hmm. You were voted what?
1: Seventh Funniest Mom in America by Nick at Night. Yes. She's amazing. I was on season two of the Search for the Funniest Mom in America. <laughs> That's hundreds, awesome. Hundreds of moms applied and sent in videos, and out of the hundreds, I got to the top ten re- A TV show, uh, reality show. And then I wasn't the first to get kicked off or the second, but I was the third to get kicked off, which means I'm technically the seventh funniest mom the in America. The fact in that American. you made
2: it at all is right. impressive. It she's,
0: she's and Nick she's at Night, she's is that thing? still
1: a thing? I have the DVDs. I, I can't watch them. There was like a hundred years ago. We're gonna but put them on YouTube. No, they're on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: And although you've heard his voice, we're joined again by Dr. Philip Oob of Oob Medicine, Medical. O- U- hey, B-R-E. before we forget, what's your website? Uh, www.oubmedical.com.
2: medical.com.
0: You know you're old because you said www. Oh first. man. Do people still say me. that? They don't. They don't w- I'm either. sorry. That's a lot of. And we edit that out. And, what, <laughs> and what's your phone? <laughs> and what's your phone no. number?
2: Five one two eight two nine one. One zero four. Do I need to announce the parentheses in five one two? Does that no? no, me? no, no, no. <laughs> dash. Open parentheses five one two.
0: Don't forget the dash. So Dr. Oob is a functional medicine doctor. Really uh, pleases me to be able to send him patients, and the kinds of patients that we feel like benefit the most from functional medicine are going to be those that are motivated to try to find the Absolutely. root cause of their illness and have kind of a vague, generalized symptom class. So I thought maybe we could go through kind of what I would consider the classic person for you. Let's talk. About about the 48-year-old woman. (laughs) How'd you know? Who is a mother of two who just feels tired and bloated and bleh. Mm-hmm. And what? has Hashimoto's. Okay, so so let's go through it. First of all, what is Hashimoto's?
2: So Hashimoto's is a fancy word for an autoimmune condition that affects your thyroid, where your own immune system is attacking your thyroid. And so by the time the patients come to us, they've gone to the doctor a million times saying they're tired. So the doctor's tested the thyroid, and whether it's abnormal or not, they'll throw the thyroid medicine at it. And so the patient will get a placebo effect for six months. Oh, it's working, and I'm fine. And then it stops And then the symptoms come back.
0: Yeah. And, and we're not making right. life. Wow. of no. people's medical condition. No, not but, at all. But it's real. We, but we want you to know you're not alone. Oh no. You're you're the so most common. common condition. You're so common of a patient in fact that we have a stereotype mm-hmm. for the for this woman in her late 40s and early mm-hmm. 50s that has chronic fatigue. Mm-hmm. So when you go through and kind of go through their history and your your 90-minute initial appointment and things mm-hmm. like that, what do you find are some commonalities of of things that kind of kicked off The whole symptom complex so you you mentioned the kids that's already a big part especially the american mom these
2: days the american mom is commonly working and raising children and still expected to be the mother of the house so frequently they're they're the same mother that was the mother (laughs) (laughs) agreed that's weird because my life hasn't changed at all in (laughs) a hundred years
1: Shut up and eat your hamburger.
2: <laughs> she's more stressed than even the, the mothers 100 years ago because she is a working mom. And sure, she may not be the breadwinner, but still, it's still 40 hours. It's still stressful. And she's got to get the kids, and she's got to make the meals, and she's got to clean the things. And so the stress is And you better already... be sexy for me when I come home, <laughs> too, lady.
1: Jeez. Oh, I quit. <laughs> I'm leaving. I don't even know what to say to this. <laughs>
2: So stress, I mean, is obviously a major part, but the other things that go along with stress are less time for eating, less time for preparing food. So she's more likely to make food on demand, the chicken nuggets and things, and she's more likely to pick it with the kids are eating. And for lunch, she's more likely to grab a sandwich and chips. And for breakfast, she's more likely to grab a muffin on the way to Starbucks and, and drink the sugary coffee. So it's the perfect storm of all the things. You're eating inflammatory foods because you're grabbing quick foods and they taste good. You're eating a lot of sugar. You've got a lot of stress and all of those other inflammatory foods, gluten and dairy are triggering your autoimmune condition. I mean, the link between gluten, I mean, gluten is such a a thing now, but, and and we promote a lot of gluten-free, so I'm not making fun of that. But the idea is that so many people blame everything on gluten, but gluten is heavily tied to autoimmune thyroid. If anyone has any kind of autoimmune thyroid or even thyroid in general, gluten is one of the first things to take out. And so commonly when we start taking inflammatory foods out, adding more vegetables in, I know that's scary word, vegetables, Mm -hmm. adding those vegetables in, it automatically starts to make this woman feel better and we
0: haven't even gotten started. You really brought up something very interesting, which is this idea that I think a lot of women out there think they're eating healthy. The American diet. They think they're eating healthy, it's atrocious. But, it, but it's all this extra little stuff. But the, the importance of stress and stress management in, in our field of urology, for sure, I see worse disease in those men who are under a lot of stress. The rare person that, that I say, hey, do you have a stressful life? They're like, ah, no you know like <laughs>
2: it, many of those are men that are high functioning and very wealthy who think they're not stressed but really it's just that they're really good at handling the stress but stress is stress no matter which which way you could it cook it and i like to think of stress just like money stress is the multiplier if you eat gluten while you're absolutely stressed out if you're eating a donut while you're absolutely stressed out that's going to cause way more damage than if you're enjoying yourself and eating this gluten and sugar it's less stress stress is the multiplier just like money money doesn't make you any different it just makes you more of who you are it's a multiplier to your personality <laughs> If make, you're generous, you're
0: makes gonna be your a rich penis sh- bigger. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> it, 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 somehow it does make your penis bigger. I'm <laughs> I'm you know, telling the, you. So does the, so does a Lamborghini. Every time my husband sells a house, I'm like, dang, there's a big old
1: penis right there. Daddy. So when it
0: comes to stress in our practice, we try to use sleep as a metric. So when mm-hmm. I ask people if they sleep well, that usually tells me if they're stressed or not. Correct. Do you, you think there are other metrics that people can just use in their daily life to tell if they're stressed? There's keys. Uh, there's four key symptoms, and I could probably go on. So let's see. If And keep it to four. In
2: in my world, in the functional medicine world, we call this uh, adrenal dysfunction. Used to be called adrenal fatigue, and that's a long explanation. But now it's called adrenal dysfunction. the idea behind adrenal dysfunction is your adrenals make cortisol, the stress hormone. So the more you flog those adrenals, the more cortisol they make. And so the classic hallmark findings of disrupted cortisol, because there's both high cortisol and low cortisol, and inappropriate. So they're supposed to. You, as people should know, cortisol rises in the morning. That's what wakes us up, and then it stays elevated most of the day, and then it falls in the evening, and that's why we fall asleep. And cortisol is at its low while we're sleeping and, and it's it it a stress
0: hormone it's supposed it to be there to give us that extra jolt when that saber toothed tiger was coming after <laughs> us we need that extra jolt so we can yep. get away from it but now that saber toothed tiger is a Facebook post <laughs> exactly <laughs> that you get it <laughs> at that, 10 that, o'clock at night that, that raises your yep. stress level <laughs> not a saber toothed tiger <laughs> and when that cortisol spikes at night you don't get good sleep you're too mm-hmm. amped up and this is a stressor that yeah. causes inflammation those four symptoms are it's commonly
2: poor sleep but really the the key word is actually restless sleep so you might sleep eight hours but you're tossing and turning you're frequently awake that's one of the symptoms number two symptom that i think most people can identify with is that two to three p.m brain fog crash fatigue crash that's an adrenal issue that's a stress issue third one is craving salt which is not necessarily a bad thing i love salt and that's a myth that salt causes high blood pressure and all these terrible things we should be eating more salt and then number four is actually carb craving because it has cortisol goes up as you know dr mystery the the sugar cravings go up because we start making more sugar and craving more sugar so the sugar salt restless sleep and brain fog in that two or three o'clock
0: afternoon, we call adrenal dysfunction, which is mainly the symptoms of too much stress. And one of the differences between functional medicine and what you would consider just traditional allopathic medicine is kind of reliance on lots of pharmaceutical. My goal is to get people off drugs. Your goal is to keep people off from taking drugs. When it comes to stress management and adrenal dysfunction, what are your approaches to both diagnosing it and treating it? We don't do a lot of testing for it because it's so obvious with the
2: symptoms. People are usually like you said, like, okay, yeah, I know I'm too stressed no, know I'm doing two things. The main first step I tell people is like, I can give you supplements that will help you with it. It absolutely help you with this, but you can't out supplement a bad diet and you can't out supplement a bad life. If you're going to keep working 90 hours a week, sure, take these supplements and it might help you feel less tired, but it's the, the saber tooth tire is eventually going to catch up to you. If he keeps chasing you, you can only outrun it for so long. First step is to change your lifestyle in whatever way that is, set boundaries, start healthy relationships, get out of bad relationships, whatever it may be to decrease your lifestyle stressors, make sure you focus on good. Sleep and then the supplements is, is next. And my favorite two supplements are True Adapt Plus and New Adapt. In the evening, True, two capsules in the morning of the True Adapt,
0: one capsule. Of the it's New called Adapt True, and Adapt, T-R-U- True Adapt. T R U A D A P T. Correct. Plus. And and what's the next one? New Adapt. N U Adapt. What do they have in
2: them? Uh, so it's all kinds of um, adrenal uh, herbs. We, we call the adrenal herbs adaptogens, which is a fun word. Uh, the idea behind adaptogens are herbs that help you balance the current mode so um, like like I like to compare it to nicotine if you've ever seen a smoker they love to wake up to a cigarette and they love to go to sleep to a cigarette and you're like how does it, how wake, does it you? wake you up and put mm-hmm. you down right yeah. and so the idea is that we have different we have different receptors our brain presents different receptors at different times of the day and evening and so these adaptogenic herbs are meant to, to match your environment to the current situation and so to be honest we don't really understand how they all work one of the more fascinating ones and my favorite one because it's fun to say is ashwagandha one of the common Mm, herbs and adrenal yeah Mm. we're selling
1: that in the clinic now namaste i love
2: ashwagandha (laughs) fun word but they've actually proven that well we don't know all the ways it works but one of the ways it works is it actually affects your microbiome the bacteria in your gut and somehow that regulates our adrenals it's not really ashwagandha Hmm. affecting our adrenals as far as we know it's affecting bacteria that then affect our adrenals that's crazy
0: I think this idea that we're in symbiotic relationship with the bacteria in our gut is uh, a fascinating one Mm -hmm. and that we hit upon a lot with urinary tract infections. Mm -hmm. I can't thank you enough for joining us, Dr. Oob. Tell us again uh, how to become a patient of yours. So you can look us up on the website, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: www.oobmedical.com, O-U-B-R-E, medical.com. And our phone number is 512 829 1104. can't thank you enough for
0: joining us. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? You
1: can reach us at 512 238 762. In Mexico, when they say that W, it's W. Do they say www dot?
0: That's a lot to say. That's a
1: lot. All right. Well, thanks, Dr. Oob. Thanks, Donna.
0: The Armour
2: Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armourmenshealth.com.